Okay, welcome back, all of you glory hole aficionados. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off. Aficionados or enthusiasts? There's Either way, people that know it. There's probably some people that know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> I'm a coinosaur of glory holes. Ew. Thank you. <laughs> That's worse. Yeah. But welcome back to the fifth annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies in October, we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I'm your host, Otis, and tonight I am joined by the Spooky Movie Squad. And that group is <laughs> of Katie. Hi. Emma. Kathumu. And Micah. Thank God this is recording. You, you shouldn't look at my my natural form. <laughs> so sit back and relax and enjoy our review of the 2022 American comedy horror film, Glorious. The universe has a favor to ask. Hit that music. everyone this is episode two of the fifth annual halloween screamathon so Boogie. it's the journey to 31 and then you know other genres after that so we are going with a film that i've wanted to do for a year now uh boy howdy this was going to be on the fourth annual halloween screamathon but it slipped through the cracks we're having too much fun and i forgot about it but we are doing glorious so this is for the uninitiated, uh, this is a, what's the word? It reminds me of Low, the movie we did two years ago. Uh, Katie grimaced, but it was a fun movie. But it's a small cast, feels like a one-act play kind of situation. It's all in one centralized area. Like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, and the story just happens. It, it feels like this could be a play. Honest to God, this could be, oh, yeah. and it'd be an amazing play. Um, but it's that type of situation. And so when I say small cast, there are six people, I believe, that pop up in this movie. Uh, six to seven. There's a voice of a teddy bear. So I guess that is technically a person. But there are six people in this movie. But it stars Ryan Quantin and J.K. Simmons. And so our boy Ryan, he encounters a primordial god a Lovecraftian horror in a rest stop bathroom and communicates with said primordial God through a glory hole. I remember seeing this trailer last year and I was like, that's that's checking all the boxes. An absurd story, just a glory hole in between of just a scary thing that'll make you go insane if you look at it and a guy just like, I don't want to die. It's, it seems absurd. And the only way he can save the world is putting his dick through the glory hole that's awesome that's, that's the funniest thing i i was instantly down for this movie uh this is a wild movie but i'll ask everybody else what they feel and i'll come back to me but emma what did you think about glorious 
Technically, you just stole the words that I texted Katie approximately two and a half hours ago when I said this is a fucking wild ride. And we were only like halfway through this very short film. And I was like, what the actual fuck? I loved it. It was ridiculous. It was goofy. It was a Black Mirror episode. It was gory for just a moment but enough that it was shocking. I loved it. I liked it. I was here for it. I love craft it. One might say Micah. <laughs> um, more short films, please. This is th- this one worked uh, nice and nice and short, nice and sweet. Uh, horror comedies are amazing. Um, psychological horror and it's ticking all the boxes here tonight um yeah ticked all my boxes yikes <laughs> no one could say it filled all your holes <laughs> didn't fill my holes but it ticked my boxes yikes katie this movie was weird as fuck and i was kind of here for it yep yeah it wasn't the best but it also wasn't the worst correct right in the middle for me this well i i said it before i already just Bloom a load on it. This movie, this movie <laughs> was a hoot and a half. Um, like I said, it feels like a one act play. I would legit sit down and spend money to watch a. It'd be what hour and a half, two hour, yeah, little play. It'd be shorter because mm. one act. Um, one hour. Yeah, I'd watch a one hour play about a guy in a bathroom stall talking to a god, and you know having to do the ultimate sacrifice you know i think it would be amazing you know have some flashbacks and colors and stuff it's awesome and they set it up like that i just realized because i was looking up the director of this movie rebecca mckendry so uh, rebecca she did a couple of things back in the day uh there was a movie called all the creatures were stirring it is a anthology christmas horror film we've watched that no we have not mm-hmm. That was it's just been sitting on the list yes. for like six years. It's got Constance Wu in one of them. So uh fresh off the block. Um, and she helped out with Tales of Halloween. So that scary anthology movie with the little alien that says keep saying trick or treat and the little the, big, the Jason Monster just smushes it. Yeah, she helped with, out with that movie. She was actually in one of these shorts. So uh she's awesome, and I'm very happy. This movie was fun uh, there's a lot to it so uh you know how i feel about lovecraftian well lovecraft like the guy hp lovecraft he's a piece of shit but the the all the things that he created are pretty cool and it's awesome to see people using it and not using the racial weird stuff that he was kind of putting into it you know um but this was really fun. This was a journey. It made me smile. So, like I said, if any horror movie that makes you smile, it, that's a thumbs up in my fucking book. So we, and you know, obviously, we all said that this movie is seventy nine minutes long. It is. It does not sit still, you know, at all. And like Katie did grimace, but this it, it reminded me of Low. And in that movie, there were four people in that movie: a guy talking with a demon. And then, you know, the musical number by the other demons. But that's it. That was all the movie was. So this 
reminded me of that. So we'll get through this story really quick. And then we'll talk about a fairly favorite character. It'll probably be the same for everybody. Oh, you can watch this movie on Shudder. I forgot to say that last night, but Evil Dead Rise, you can watch that on HBO Max or Max, whatever the fuck they're calling it now. Just Max. Just Max. That's stupid. But on HBO Max. So we open up with Wes. So our boy Ryan, he is driving. He is heading down the road and he is falling asleep at the wheel. And this movie plays, it really does play like a like a play, but we get multiple flashbacks and it keeps scooting back a little bit more, a little bit more into the past of this character. And from the pictures and the little nod, nods that we get, we learn that Wes has, break, has broken up with his ex-girlfriend, Brenda, and he is all types of distraught because of it and at this point we don't know if it was his fault or her fault honestly you just see a a lot of images of her smiling and a lot of the time it's very much like why did you do that you know it's questions coming from his girlfriend brenda and so he stops at a rest stop uh fun fact the creepy trucker lady that is just sitting there talking to him about you know losing things and just being weird hey that was the same mom from the adult swim fireplace scary movie we watched during christmas uh she was creepy as hell in this and she was creepy hell in that so that night wes he gets super duper drunk and burns all of his possessions in the car it seemed like he grabbed all his clothes and i don't know probably everything he owned and he is scooting off probably to go to a new town and start over i guess And he burns everything, including his pants and a box of photos. We don't see what's on the photos. We see one photo and it's of Brenda. But we can ascertain that the box is just full of pictures of Brenda. And he really loved her. (laughs) Smile on my face when I say that. (laughs) So the next morning, he wakes up just in the dirt and he hustles into the restroom to vomit. And boy, howdy, he vomits a lot. And then there's a voice from the stall next to him. It's a very nice and proper voice. It's J.K. Simmons. So he's got a great, deep, just strong voice. And this voice is trying to just have a conversation, a normal conversation, like talking in a restroom is normal to them. And Wes is like, I don't really want to talk to you right now. This is weird. And I'm kind of going through a lot bud so let's just keep this as civil as we can (laughs) and little by little uh west realizes that he is kind of stuck in this restroom and the door is sealed shut and as he screams to the outside from the window for help there is a purple shimmer that happens and it seems like west is trapped in this restroom and the voice in the stall in the corner Tells him that, hey, um, I'm a god, and I need your help, Wes. And there is a reason that you're here. It's fate, my friend, and we have work to do. And we learn that the voice, the god, the god's name is Gata Notoa. But he calls him Gat after a while. Or Gat? Yeah. Gat. And we learn from a little bit of story 
that Gat is technically a demigod, a god, it doesn't matter, dad powers. And the father, fun fact, is Cthulhu. <laughs> Cthulhu had tons of children, and Gat is an actual child of Cthulhu. So somewhere in the depths of the water, with Kristen Stewart fighting Cthulhu, um, <laughs> his child is just in a pit stop restroom, just chilling. <laughs> Chilling, talking through a glory hole. So I like to think that those movies are connected somehow. <laughs> so Gat tells him that uh, Cthulhu accidentally created the universe, including humanity. And uh, there's a lot of issues to it. The dad is not the biggest fan of the children. And the children fight and keep the dad asleep. Because if the dad's awake, the world is in trouble. But now, it seems like the dad's powers are growing, and Gat's powers are weakening. And it all comes down to a sacrifice that needs to be made through the glory hole. And so, once again, you can ascertain that it means Wes has to give, I assumed, and everybody else assumed, his seed. He has to put his stick through this glory hole, and I guess have sex with cat or just get something happens with his dick that's what it was supposed to be <laughs> at this point uh we get tons of flashbacks oh gat tells west to not look directly at him because you will go insane and gat has to jump into west's mind multiple times and as a punishment show west flashbacks of his girlfriend and so we see more and more of brenda how they met how they were together, how Brenda gave Wes this little teddy bear that's like, I love you, and just keep saying that. Uh, and it hurts Wes every time. After a while, it physically hurts Wes. Blood is streaming out of Wes's ears. And so um, Gat keeps telling Wes that time is ticking. My father grows stronger. At a point, I won't be able to stop him, and the world will end. You have to do this. You have to sacrifice. And like I said, Wes doesn't want to give up his dick because it's his dick. I wouldn't want to do it either. <laughs> so at this point, we actually get a maintenance worker that comes into the, the restroom, actually gets in. And Wes like, is like, oh, my God, you made it in. Uh, the maintenance worker doesn't want to listen to anything that Wes has to say. Gary is his name. He was like banging on the doors to let me out, let me out. I'm locked in here. Other guy was like, hey, let me in. What What the fuck is going on? Yeah, how'd you do that? He's like, dude, no, I'm locked in here. Open the door. Yeah. And so Gat tells Wes that uh, we can't let Gary go now. Gary is part of this. And uh, I have a plan for Gary. And so Wes goes into the stall and Gary gets eaten by Gat, torn apart. And so um, later on, Wes uses Gary's leg and is using it like a battering ram as they're talking. <laughs> um, His little weak ass attempt when he like scuttles towards the door and barely hits it and then like winds up with that leg and just barely taps the door. I was <laughs> dying. <laughs> so the world, it's breaking apart. The sky is starting to get dark and purple and Gat tells Wes my father's getting stronger. We need the sacrifice, the satisfaction that I need has to happen now. 
And Wes finally accepts that he's got to put his dick into this glory hole. And he does it. And then Gat's like, what are you doing? And he's like, uh, I'm doing what you what you told me to. He's like, I, you, you, there's a line. I'll say it later because it's in one of my seven words. And I bet someone else's seven words. But he tells him like, no, I don't want your penis, but your penis is not important. He's like, I need a piece of your liver. And Wes is like, what? what? And Gat tells him like, you can survive with like 25%. It grows back. I, But I need your liver, bud. And so Wes is now, once again, not wanting to do this. Now the plan is upgraded. He's like, I don't want to cut myself open to give you part of my liver, bud. And he's like, it has to happen. And once again, Wes, uh, being the fly in the ointment in the story, starts screaming for Gat's father to find him because he's like, I don't give a shit. If the world ends, it ends. And the rest stop starts breaking apart. Gat's dad is waking up. Cthulhu is waking up and tearing through the, I guess, the folds of reality at this point. And so Gat removes Wes's memories of Brenda to show him what like a, a complete annihilation will mean. And Wes realizes that he wants to see Brenda one more time for what he's going to do. And Gat restores his memories of Brenda and all the good times they had. And so Wes cuts a hole in his gut and Gat pulls his liver out and Wes is in pain. And then we get the ultimate flashback and we see the reason why he's not with Brenda anymore. Uh, no, he didn't. He did mess up, but it wasn't like he cheated on her. He didn't do anything like that. Uh, Wes is a serial killer. And Brenda found his box of trophies. He takes pictures of the women before he murders them or tortures them or whatever he does. And Brenda got too close. It seemed like Wes was happy with her, but uh, I don't know his game plan. Maybe he was just waiting on her to do one bad thing. And then the knife comes out. So Brenda sees the box of pictures and he pulls out a knife and he's like, I, I gotta kill you. And so that's why Wes is so broken up. It seemed like he really enjoyed Brenda and she messed up and he had to kill her. Damn it, Brenda. Why did you do it? Why'd you look in the box? We were so happy. So Wes offers his liver. The world is safe. Gat gets what he needs and stops his father from waking up. Hooray! Um, Wes wakes up and he asks Gat if giving up his liver, does that make him a hero? Like what he did. And Gat tells him like, no, nah, man, you're not a hero. Both of us. We need to just go away and just not be remembered. We both need to be forgotten and die. And that's all you deserve is just be forgotten and die at this rest stop. And then Gat leaves and Wes gets outside of the restroom and he squeezes the teddy bear one more time. And then it's like, I love you. And then he dies. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the serial killer died saving the world. What a fucking twist. So, Emma, who is your favorite character in Glorious? J.K. Simmons. <laughs> Not Gat. J.K. Simmons. <laughs> I love that man. He makes me giggle. But his <laughs> his character in this was very goofy and very just 
nobody gives a fuck. Hmm. This is what I need. The end. Yeah. <laughs> it was goofy. Micah. Uh, Gat, a.k.a. the intrusive thoughts. <laughs> I really wish that my intrusive thoughts were narrated by J.K. Simmons as well. Yeah. That'd be cool. can be. I will now go on living my life knowing that I can never have J.K. Simmons as your inner thoughts <laughs> narrating my inner thoughts. <laughs> Eat the cake, Michael. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we need more pictures of Spider Man. You got it. Okie dokie. <laughs> uh, my favorite character was also Gat. He was so good, so freaking good. Just a, you know, disembodied voice of J.K. Simmons. Like, of course you're going to do what they say. If <laughs> if J.K. Simmons' voice comes through the other side of a fucking bathroom wall, like, I'm probably going to listen to them. One, because I'm confused at why there's a man in the woman's bathroom. <laughs> and two, because I know it's J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Are you J.K. Simmons? Will that make you not as scared? Yes. Yes, like, I am. And be like, BRB, I gotta get those pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Just, like, walk away. Uh, here comes old cop-out Otis, not picking one person. But I'm going with Wes and Gat's relationship. Uh, from the beginning, Wes is like, I don't want to talk in this fucking restroom. And there's a glory hole right there. I really don't want to talk to you. And little by little, as he's trying to escape, Gat has no doubt that Wes is stuck. And so, as he crawls out in the vent to try to escape and he does a full circle somehow and ends up back in the restroom get doesn't change his tone doesn't say anything differently like what are you doing doesn't say anything just lets him do it and he's like this is what's happening bud you can't leave because i need you to make this sacrifice but they were really cool it seemed like at a point they were i guess moderately friends it was like struggle friends it's like you're all i got so i kind of like you um but no wes had to do what he had to do and get <laughs> Ate his liver. So, Emma, who is your least favorite character? Uh, the toilet. Because that shit was gross. <laughs> when he went in there and he started puking and his head was like up to the back of it in the toilet, I was like, whoa. Yeah, no, I don't care where I am, whether I'm at home or in public, you can bet your ass my head is not that buried in the toilet. Yeah, that wasn't good at all. Ugh. Micah. Uh, daddy issues. <laughs> daddy issues are the real bad guys in this situation. You right though. There were a lot of there were a lot of bad dads in can't, there. Can't can't relate. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, my least favorite character was Wes because right after he like looked through the gl glory hole and saw that gat was like a legitimate terrifying omnipotent glowy purpley orb thing he still was like nah bro like i'm gonna ask this guy to get me out of here i'm gonna let this guy take the fall and get murdered in front of me i'm not gonna listen to you i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do that fuck the world like the dude just sucked and he couldn't just like listen i don't know trash yeah it, it but it's weird uh, well i'll come back to west for in a second uh my least favorite character was, was gary um if i hear just hard knocks on a restroom door and like hey i'm trapped in your help and i open it they're like what are you doing i'm like get, let's let's get out here and talk or let me put my foot 
on the door so it doesn't close and we get locked in or let me put a rock next to it he just let the door close and he's like what why'd, why'd you lock it i'm like bro i've been in here the whole time i don't have pants on help me uh he was dumb and he got eaten so you know whatever so i have a question for everybody did anybody catch on to the fact that wes wasn't as good as he was made out to be um yep. i didn't see it i saw it yep he- the first time, like, we get a flashback of Wes meeting his girlfriend, Brenda. Brenda. And the very first time that he meets Brenda, she comes up to him at a party. And he is staring at another woman, like, uncomfortably so. Correct. And she really makes this, like, you know, sideways joke about him being a stalker. Like, ooh, stalker much? And he just kind of, like, awkwardly laughs it off. Like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, not not a stalker. I just she's really pretty, and yeah. the other the girl Brenda is like, oh yeah, she's super hot, but she's way out of your league. And they just like make a fucking joke out of the fact that he was totally eye fucking this woman with clear malintent. Like, I don't know if that's just because I'm female. Because Emma, did you see that too? Oh, one hundred and ninety percent. Yeah, the I don't know. If- I'd- I didn't even see that he was looking at a woman yet. And I was like, Mm-mm. yeah, no, that face is icky thoughts right now. Yeah. And it w- it immediately came across as like, no, this he's going to murder somebody like he's he's a serial killer or a stalker or something like he's doing bad things to people. And it was immediate as soon as as soon as Brenda like notices or they show him at the party, like just staring off into the distance. I was like, yeah, that guy's bad news. Yeah. I don't know. I think they, I, I think they kind of didn't do it well enough, in my opinion. It was just kind of a guy drinking and like looking at a girl, but like there were so many camera cuts that it didn't, that it kind of took away from the fact that he was just like hardcore staring at her. I don't know. Just from. It, and it's funny from my angle, just like Micah, it just felt like he was just a super awkward, weird guy. I didn't, I didn't feel the evil in it. But it makes sense. I'm not a woman. You know. yeah, to <laughs> me, to me it felt like it felt like the nerd thinking that like the cheerleader was hot. Yeah. You know, that's, not knowing what to do. Yeah. No. Th- that's what I got from it. But like I said, I'm not a woman. So, you know. Um, and this is the problem across the board between women and men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why? Why? Well, my, my, my only thing is, I feel like they could have. They didn't undo the goofiness of like his bathroom character enough. Yeah. So it was kind of hard that they, they didn't make him like, I don't know, stereotypical movie serial killer enough. Yeah. There weren't enough, enough moments moment. of him. But that's the fun part about serial killers is that there is no stereotype for them. They're just horrible people who do bad shit to women. I, I mean, you're yeah. right. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just saying it's a movie. So it's like, you know, you kind of have to be a little on the nose about it. Yeah, they didn't ham fist it. He was just like an awkward, silly guy. And then at the end, they're like, oh, and he loves killing people. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, he was a killer. Oh, holy crap. And this is so that boys can open their eyes and realize that even the awkward, goofy dude could be a fucking serial killer. And <laughs> uh, we, oh. women are always looking out for that shit. <laughs> Correct. Check for delivers. That's why we won't give you our number, bitch. <laughs> Don't trust you. <laughs> I'm gonna get that number in your liver. <laughs> okay, so let's do seven word synopsis. I have a couple. So 
Uh, my first one is awesome one act play about important genitals. My next one, uh, it's a quote, so I'm sorry if I did it, but I did it first. Your genitals are of no importance, Wes. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, when he put his dick in the glory hole, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I, I, I thought this is what you wanted. He's like, dude, get your dick out of my face. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then my last one. Sneaky movie had me cheering for villain. I was like, you son of a bitch. I wanted Wes to make it. I was like, you know, he had issues with Brenda. Oh, he killed her. You piece of shit. <laughs> made me mad. Uh, but it was great. I, it made me smile. So, Katie? Bender turns rest stop bathroom into Gary Blender. Jesus. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gat, being of destruction, destroys serial killer. And my last one, I don't want your penis, Wes. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Micah. Believe you can rise to the occasion. (laughs) Instructions unclear. I offer Dick as tribute? (laughs) He really didn't say exactly what he wanted. He made it sound like he needed his penis. (laughs) Okay, I have poopy, pee-pee, poo-poo, pee, poopy, pee-poo. (laughs) and then glory hole adjacent god traps rando in memories rest stop presents hour-long existential crisis hell yeah (laughs) and then uh i also had the your genitals are of no significance but instead of saying wes i said burn (laughs) and then my alliterative Sensual Simmons sparks silly stall sequestered speech. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. This film came out August 18th, 2022. So uh, this is a smaller scaled film. So obviously this came out on Shutter. So there is no budget or box office. I like to think that this is cheap as hell because it was in, you know, a fake restroom because uh, they for sure covered in blood for a hot minute and it's just jk simmons probably wasn't even there it'd be cool if he was sitting on that toilet in there but it was probably just some puppeteers with a weird red you know bulbous thing shaking it and jk simmons did his lines later they probably played it back for for ryan so uh i it's probably a couple million because movies these days just take a couple million you know so Minority kill count and someone out there, hopefully you caught on to it. I didn't do a minority kill count for the last movie, but I'm doing it now. We're catching up. So we were at 373 for last movie, but there were plus four. So the two children in the apartment complex, Gabriel, the cute guy, and the old dude with the shotgun, they all got killed by Ellie. So now we're at 377, Tito Turtle, house, a plane full of vampires. So now in Glorious, one. That's Brenda. Oh, no, and Gary. Brenda was darker skin. Do you think she was? This is it just Gary? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going with Gary, the rest stop worker. He got a little too close to the sun and got juiced for his trouble. So now the new number is 300. And 78 and a Tito Turtle and a house and a plane full of vampires. So 
does anybody have anything else to say about glorious before we get out of here it was crazy uh, it, it, it was a, a fun the, the most fun kind of ride you can have in a bathroom stall yeah oh no <laughs> no I, I don't want to cut my liver out i'd no, rather thanks. do something else <laughs> rather stick my dick in a glory hole than cut my liver out what? i forgot to bring up that this story or just what it's all happening you know the whole crux of the story is based on out of the aeons published in 1935 in weird tales magazine that's old hp lovecraft one of his stories so um they don't outwardly say cthulhu but it's cthulhu he's talking about so um with that that is the end of this episode so if you have any other cool fun facts about i don't know primordial gods or why hp lovecraft is a piece of shit you can tweet us at Alan Tom Plot. We have emailed it. Alan Tom Presents at gmail.com. Where are Facebook at? Alan Tom Presents. So this was episode two of the Halloween Screamathon in the pocket, in the books, out of sight. I say it wrong every time. <laughs> so um, I'm very pumped. There's 29 more movies we're going to do. God damn it. So the music you're listening to right now, that is Flipping a Combined Effort, Flipping a CE, anywhere you can find them. The Studio Fetus or Fetus Artwork. Thank you so much for the pictures you create for us. They're beautiful. And I need more of them, damn it. I need pictures of Spider-Man. So, um, I am pumped. <laughs> this set list is really fun. I'm trying my best to find out there weird stuff, but there's going to be some classic, hardcore, scary stuff. It's a lot of new things, I'll tell you that. But uh, I'm trying to pick stuff out the gamut that everybody will enjoy. And we'll just go from there. And we will have some cool guests that will pop up later. So... Uh, like always, thank you so much for listening, and we will be back tomorrow with another scary film. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Toots. All right, in order to keep listening, we require you sacrifice your time to us. You, you don't, you don't. That was too you, pleasant. Put your dick in the hole, essay. <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have to do that. Don't, don't put it in the hole. I like there's two ghosts in that restroom. <laughs> One goes like, one guy's like, put your dick in here. And they're like, you, you don't have, you don't have. To. Yeah, you don't, you don't need to do that. <laughs> don't worry about that voice. Don't, don't worry about that voice.